ゴリラディック。Let's do this, right? We're back. The Gorilla Dick is back.、Um, yeah, GD. Hello to, hello to all of our Hong Kong audience, because it's a massive <laughs> audience right now. I love our Hong Kongers. I have always、yeah. thought of Hong Kongers as Chinese Aussies. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the democratic、uh, Chinese along with the Taiwanese or whatever.、Uh, don't forget the Singapore. <laughs> That's a bit. Anyway, it's, good, it's getting a bit nuanced. The Singaporeans.、Uh, yeah. They're, they're the Western、Malaysians. Chinese. Malaysia、oh, yeah, as well. Yeah, Malaysians. The Chinese too, people、yeah. in Malaysia. And the Indian Chinese. Malaysia's different, though, because that's Islamic country. So they're probably a bit more、yeah. conservative. No, the they're, rock, they're really, they're ballsy, man. They're like, don't give a fuck. They're Aussie. You know? Really?、Um, whatever.、Uh, you said you had a question, man. You said you had a question. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say so, is this going to be the first Elon Free pod for ever? Definitely not.、Uh, sadly, sadly, Elon just penetrates everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. He fucking just keeps, he's a master of. Do you reckon it's in, it is intentional, right? That he's just trying to stay in everyone's brain all the time. There, he, like, he is a narcissist, doesn't want to see him ever, you know, incorrect and stuff like that. But also, it's the whole, you know, fetishization of billionaires, of technology,、yeah. futurism. Yeah, and、uh, just genius. This yeah,、so uh, inherent genius. But he's, he's,、no、he's not hope, even、man. living rent free in our heads. Like, To live in our well, no, because to live in our heads, it requires him to constantly do shit like outlandish shit. Like, it's not rent free because he had to buy X, for instance, which cost $50 billion. Okay, so he's paying some rent. <laughs> yeah, okay, he's、yeah. paying a fuckload of rent in terms yeah, of energy, resources. That's not, not that much rent for him, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's having babies、rent. with like. Fucking、yeah. artists, musicians who were. No way Imagine how much Grimes, energy that、man. would be, man. Like having a kid with an artist. He didn't want to fuck Grimes at all, but he's like, fuck, man, just for the memes. <laughs> yeah, and I was I like, know. you know, I'm going to、uh, impregnate my CEO, whatever it is, from Neuralink or whatever that executive was. Like, I don't even like her, but you know, the tabloids would love this shit. <laughs> I know, he's such an attention gold digger. Yeah. Imagine if that was. He's like, already got the money. Huh? Imagine if it was like a mastermind. He's just like. How can I get a headline? It's like, shit, you know, I gotta fuck Grimes now. I gotta show my dick to the flight attendant. The thing、fuck. is, because he's on the spectrum, like, he's not good enough to act like that. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah, no, very yeah. transparent. That's the whole、it's、thing. A, it's all kind of dweeby attention seeking. You know what I mean? Like, I did this、mm. stupid joke. Yeah.、Um, but there will be. Maybe we'll just kick off into the fucking. I kind of want to get him、shit. out of the way, man. Get, get I the hate, muscle. I hate. Him living in my head. <laughs> so we're going to project it to the internet.、Uh, like part of the reason we talk about him is because you're you're addicted to him. Like,、uh, well, you know, it's like,、yeah. you know how you get people addicted to shit? You just give them stuff. It's like you employ them in a shitty job, but then they become addicted to the wage so they can't stop. Or it's、yeah. like how the UK got China addicted to opium. Well, I don't know. There's like recent commentary that like society and culture now is just like addiction based and like everything's like hacking people's, like hacking, like it's a lame term, but hacking the brain to yeah, make people addicted to TikTok.、Mm. You know, what's the most effective advertising? This, you know, so you hack, you know, the concept of like cognition and attention. So we're like in an addiction society now, consumerism. 
Uh, you're addicted man. to Musk. That's what I was I, saying. Look, I used to be. All right. I like. I used to. Like, I was trying to think about it the other day. I like. I liked how you could like learn like simple rock r- rocket concepts and shit like that. You know, manufacturing concepts yeah, while listening tunneling. to an interview. You know, flamethrowers. Not flamethrowers, but like you know. Yeah, I know it's more- like how that guy that was well, that Swedish car designer. He, you know, he makes hypercars. That guy. Yeah, Koenigsegg. Yeah, that's sort of like a poor man's musk in a way, but he's he seems a bit more down to earth, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like a podcast. Like if you listen to like interviews, you're like, okay, now I understand like, you know, why methane is used in rockets now and shit like that, you know? But now everything's being repeated. Like he's used, Musk has used up all his material where like yeah. there's nothing left now. So He needs to, so he needs to start a new company, I guess, and get some now, like, smart guys yeah. to explain it to him so then he can explain it to us all the hype shit is like over now like you know remember like he's talking about the hyperloop setting up his new rocket you know he's talking about how great self-driving would be now like nothing's coming you know there's like nothing's progressing in that all those fields it's like i don't know yeah the public perception is that he's it used to be that he was this genius and no one questioned that yeah now he's become politically fucking Aligned, so it's it's like the conservative right winger people they still go on about the genius, but the white people think he's a moron. He hasn't delivered on a lot of shit as well. So it's like okay, you deliver like he delivered on all this stuff early. Like hey, you brought in electric cars, you got landing rockets. That's like four or five years ago. Like what's happening now, dude? You know you did all these promises. So what is happening now? Nothing, man. I don't know, nothing. He's trying to build the cyber truck. you were going to tell us like, <laughs> what he's well, up to lately. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's on Rogan, right? Like the latest Rogan episode. I don't Did know. Did you actually... So you saw that, right? They're in costumes and shit, right? Uh, yeah, I watched the full fuck. Like I had in the background, like two fuck. and a half hours. Uh, That's crazy. Like it's, it's kind of interesting because Elon's saying that he could beat Zuckerberg in the fight, right? Just because of body mass and weight. And that kind of triggered... Uh, Rogan a little bit But Rogan's like You know How he always is Doesn't push too hard Not uh, with his mates Like he loves That he's mates with Musk Yeah I know for sure There's like the The imbalance of I don't know what it was, Social capital or whatever Status Is way in favour of Musk mm. Yeah so like That kind of triggered him a bit But basically Elon I mean Rogan always is like Whatever you say What is was truth. Rogan dressed as? I don't know, there's some meme of Rogan, like a dude looking like Rogan in a sports field with like blonde hair, so he just replicated that. It's just a bit bland. Oh, so it's not like a cheerleader or something. No. Anyway, oh, okay. it, was, it was basically oh. a shit, shit uh, pod where, you know, it's just Elon talking about the same old shit he always does. Highlight was probably when he shot the arrow at the Cybertruck production model or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that, that's like all I saw. I'm like, that's kind of cool. I still didn't yeah. watch it. Yeah, so Rogan basically, you know, he's a, loves his arrows, bow and arrows. You know, he always talks about that shit. Like, I'm not deep in the Rogan love fest Oh, he's or a big anything. hunter. Like, he, he, I've, he, I've heard other people talk about what he wants to do in life. And he goes, all I want to do is do my podcast, hunt, do stand-up and watch UFC and spend time with my family. So that, those yeah, are like his a, interests and that's it. Oh, like, like that's it when it's like a quite a long, long list of shit. Uh, it was... It wasn't as long until I started saying, I'm like, wait, there's a few other things. And he also is into like cars and shit. So 
Yeah, but it's all. I think Rogan, like, he doesn't understand shit, but he almost like he doesn't has, understand like, these... evolution, and that massively stunts his understanding of everything. I think a lot of people are like that, like not understanding evolution. I think he's fucking up a huge proportion of the population's understanding of psychology. Not just psychology, but like everything. Like he can do evolution. I'm trying to think of other things that you can apply evol- the evolutionary model. Like anything oh, that okay. has like a design process oh, that changes like, uh, over time. Economics and shit. Yeah, and like anything has yeah some kind of regulatory force that changes something and pushes it into a certain direction. Yeah, uh, and it's agendaless. Well, I mean, it's 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 got forces, but it's not like there's a meaning or agenda behind it. It's just like forces occur and then things happen you get what yeah. i'm saying and i think yeah i get what you're saying like, uh, it's like that's the basis it's like physics a lot of people that can't understand like that sort of concept of forces and shit they're the ones that believe in uh what do you call it? like fundamentalist religion you know but yeah basically it seems like a correlation of being a dumbass and not questioning things uh yeah, people but, that don't think like us are dumbasses. Yeah, yeah, everyone's a dumbass <laughs> except for us. That's yeah. that's what we're trying to say right here. Uh, yeah, that's the conclusion. But basically, Elon was crapping on about how the car's bulletproof, nine millimeter shots or whatever. You know, does it penetrate the metal? And Elon's not Elon, but uh, Rogan's like, I reckon I could put my. It says some spec, you know, my four, 40 inch bow, blah blah blah, and you know, shoot an arrow through it. Yeah, whatever it. pounds per inch or whatever. Yeah, like, I, and that's what I was saying before. Like, Rogan doesn't understand shit, but he remembers like stat sheets to sound smart. Like, you know, the forty, you know, three hundred eight cubic inch V eight in a blah blah blah. I'm like, do you even even know what like bore and stroke means and the ratios between? Yeah, them? Like, he doesn't know shit. It's like when you get. Like, I've seen this in films a couple of times where you'll have like a a a non-masculine character talk about car stats and you yeah. sort of know that whoever wrote the script, like it's happened in a few times, like in Demolition Man, Sandra Bullock's character starts talking about like these superficial stats, but because it's a long stats list, it sort of sounds smart, like she knows about cars and if you're mainstream, you're like, oh, she knows about cars, right? When she's looking at this whole car. In another movie, there's um, Marissa Torme. She's like... Yeah. Have you ever seen that one? No, but I know what you mean. It's like, is that the 1967 blah, blah, blah? With yeah, the, and they'll know, say shit like, like yeah. whatever cubic inches and the tires that are whatever inches width. And you're like, yeah. okay, those are quite... It doesn't show that you know anything about, talking how about it actually works mechanically. Yeah, you're not talking about compression ratio and cam durations and valve lift. You know, you don't know shit, Marissa. Yeah, like have you ever bitch. played Gran Turismo 4, you <laughs> fucking bitch? <laughs> and change your car properly. You she probably just does like this stage two turbo and goes, all right, I'm done. Do Doesn't even know even look at the Kenichi. tire pressures. Do you even know who's <laughs> serious? <laughs> What's his nickname again? It's like Drift King. Yeah. Do you even Drifting. know the Drift King? <laughs> yeah. You ever watch BMI's dumb Drift home. Bible from 2004, you dumb bitch? Uh, yeah, I love anyway, that was the highlight of the pod. The arrow didn't go through, made a little dent, uh, but whatever, right? Forget crumple zones, right? <laughs> crumple zones are important in cars. Let's make them bulletproof. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of question that the Cybertruck 
like I think Elon had like you know the Tesla earnings call and he basically said literally like that we've dug our own grave by like trying to make the Cybertruck because it's basically too complex and expensive you know basically trying fuck? to make I got a deposit on that shit <laughs> no <laughs> 100 dollars is wasted and I still get all this bullshit spam email from Tesla I think the price has gone up too uh so I'm just quickly checking anything else Elon I think that might I oh, yeah. Elon met with a fucking British Prime Minister I think he's met with so many leaders talking about AI British and how scary which is weird um, so you only found out who the British Prime Minister was two weeks ago no I knew who it was just not by name by image okay. and shit like I knew like the details you know VC guy and all that stuff but there's so VC? much change in British PMs it's kind of like this dude probably gone what, in a year what's VC half. guy mean venture capital Okay, yeah. So you know, yeah, he's like a rich kid with yeah. We talked yeah, okay. about it, but I don't know why Elon speaking wife to in the UK. I don't know why he's speaking to him. Elon speaking to him about AI. Like, what's what's? Yeah, that was odd. What's this Rishi, and dude. Rishi yeah. was just super agreeable about it. So I'm guessing Rishi's marketing team is like, look, you're not like you're super super unpopular. Everyone has been talking about how it's annoying that the UK or Rishi doesn't have to call an election for like another 12 months or something crazy despite his yeah. party being like the lowest popularity for decades or whatever what's his party tories? he's the tories oh, yeah okay. so for americans or aussies that's like the right conservative party yeah there's like three they've, parties they've got really. three yeah yeah although the middle party's kind of dying which okay. typically happens in these democracies um yeah, I'm not deep enough in British politics, given that they've got all that lord and shit. I'm just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Oh, the Some House funky of Lords. Shit. Yeah, funky shit going on over there. Uh, it's easy, man. It's like, imagine the upper house in Australia, but then for some reason, half are just like squatters from the yeah, first know, fleet yeah. or something. I get shit. it. I understand it, but fucking now I've just kind of ridden it off. Too. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking, it it's one of those things that like makes my blood boil, so I have to like stop thinking about it. <laughs> Hereditary just seats in parliament. You just get paid for life to make decisions. Like, yeah, I know. Man. Like when um, you look at the democracy indexes or whatever, I, I always think, oh yeah, Britain, that's not a real fucking democracy. Uh, nah, it's fucked, man. Wait. Like they've got real class yeah. as well. Like it's so, culturally it's so similar, but yeah, the class thing makes it super different. But Yeah, you mean classes as in classes of people, not classes in classy, right? No. Yeah, classes yeah, cool. of people. Yeah, like they always like I see it on YouTube where they talk about like as soon as you come out with it, all right, if you've got a fucking accent like this in it, like you basically it's impossible for you to move up in the corporate world because oh, okay. you're culturally just so separate from everyone that's at the top. And they always yeah. talk about like the prime minister has been from like Oxford or Cambridge forever or something insane like that, and not just that, but like specific houses within those schools as well but anyway that's a okay whole, that's a whole big bullshit of fucking uh, sounds like a video game man you know what i mean uh anyway <laughs> okay so i reckon rishi sunak's t- well, i don't know do you want to explain the that fuck rishi guess? you get it man we get it all right, all right but the big news of the last two weeks uh matthew perry's dead chandler Chandler, man. Like, we're both Seinfeld. I think, like, as a Seinfeld friends divide, and we're like, 
It's you funny know. you said that. My my instant thought was none of this. Like when you said that, I was like, oh, none of the Seinfeld characters have died. I would have thought Kramer would be the first Seinfeld guy. I would like out of all the friends in Seinfeld. Yeah, people, I feel like Kramer I would have thought Kramer been. would have gone first. But yeah, then like some remember the Friends thing. reunion. Yeah. Did you see, like I only saw like highlights of it, but obviously all the lowlights were Chandler. I never really watched Friends until like recently. Uh, just a bunch recently. of episodes. Yeah, like I never watched it back in what the nineties or whatever. Did you I watch watched, it? When I, was- I watched the first season because I would have. Yeah, I was. We were young, <laughs> so I watched the first season and. I actually remember saying to my parents, "Oh yeah, Chandler's really funny." Okay, so we said about because he it. was the sarcastic one. He was the Raphael of the Ninja Turtles type thing. Uh, yeah, what, what, what's the orange one in Ninja Turtles? Michelangelo. He's the he party was the funny dude. one though, man. Anyway, he was the he was the court jester. Do you know what I mean? He's All like right. a laugh at me, whereas Raphael was like the the cool suave okay. one. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> He's like, from good Seinfeld. one, Michelangelo, dude. Well, all Going these from, American yeah. shows have the same dynamics. It's like the goofball, the wisecracker. It's like Seinfeld had that. I know. I like how we've gone from like Friends to Seinfeld to Ninja Turtles. I want to take like another level. It's like it's like the Captain Planet, man. You know, like you, you got could, hard. You could, <laughs> you could perfectly yeah. make all the Seinfeld characters one of the Ninja Turtles. Alright uh, I'm not I don't think I'm that Nuanced with Ninja Turtle Like character If you know what I mean Like What's the difference well, Between you, the purple one And the red one I don't know man Yeah well the, You got the blue one Who's the lead Anyway That's, that's he, he, fuck, fuck this up man uh, So yeah But I think Friends Like I think everyone Was like a warmer personality I was wondering If like a Seinfeld person died Would there be this much Sadness You know Because think, they're all kind of Bitter New Yorkers You know what I mean Did you know that well, you know that uh, Friends is massive in Asia. Like, Friends is massive in China. And they yeah, speculate it's because yeah. it's like, it's a lot more... They like the white penis and vagina. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, you sort of saved me there because I was trying to figure out how to word it, but like they say that the script writing in Friends is like kind of basic and you can do a lot of body language shit. And they say that that's why translates. I don't know if that's yeah, true. Yeah, Friends is just trash. Like there's, I don't like there's yeah. no concept. Like it's like a drama, but then they just add stupid. Like I don't know. Well, it's L.A. Man, Friends is like L.A. No, Seinfeld's New York. It's like no, Friends is New York too, man. What are you talking? No, about? No, no, no. It's set in New York, but yeah. the vibe is like fucking it's LA. L.A. It's like it's like America because I always think of American culture like you've got America and then New York is like a little. Oasis of actual real culture Yeah I know what you mean You fucking yuppie uh, But basically I didn't give a <laughs> shit that he died really uh, But like I whatever was, uh, Yeah I don't give a shit either I mean I guess it's sad I was more sad when the Queen died <laughs> Which it, I didn't really care that much about that either Yeah alright so We're fucking autistic uh, <laughs> Schizoid Dude I here. was fucking Shattered when Shane Warne died. <laughs> I, I'm still sad. Like I was speaking to my my brother about it a few weeks ago. I'm like, I'm still sad that Shane Warne's dead. Yeah, like I didn't care about Shane Warne, but I remember I watched a video of like an ABC interview with him, like afterwards, and he just seemed like oh, with yeah. uh, Liz. Liz Hales, Hales, maybe yeah, Liz Hales, and, <laughs> Liz Hales, yeah, yeah, it's all the same shit. 
But he just seemed like he, like he would say stuff like, I don't really know, but this was my take at the time. Like real kind of... Super present. It's kind of like objectively like... Oh, so, you know, like to he me, he's a quintessential like, S, like a sensor in the Myers-Briggs thing. He's just like super in the moment, not really yeah. thinking too far in the past or future. He's just like kind of a literal now. bogan, but he's like yeah. anal- analytical thing is kind of like open-minded. It was like that's what I kind of did at the time, and that's how you know rather than mm. you like personify your opinion and it's like part of you. It's more kind of disconnected from it, which I found kind of cool. Shane Warne was a cricketer for our Hong Kong audience. Yeah. Uh, Actually, right. Hong Kongers would know cricket, right? Fucked if I know, man. Okay, me either, to be honest. Talking about sport, you want to like talk about... like horse racing. You want to talk about South Africa being the world champions of soccer? They're the or world the champions. Of They're what? The world champions of... Uh, no, it's rugby Apartheid. union. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. They, brought, they're bringing it back. Rugby union? Okay. No, they, they, they lost that title many years ago. Um, yeah, Israel. And uh, ironically, ever since apartheid ended, the country's just got worse and worse. Like for everyone, <laughs> don't yeah, don't go down that shit, man. Uh, anyway, well, I mean that's the that's the whole irony of South Africa winning the World Cup because they they won it four years ago as well, so they won it back to back. And it's like last time the whole narrative was, oh, we're bringing the country together, the Rainbow Nation, blah blah blah. Yeah, because you got like. Two massive groups of white people, and then even among the native black population, you got several different ethnic you groups, love, right? You love your South Africa lore and shit, don't you? South Africa is yeah. a yeah, no. it is kind of a cool one. <laughs> if look, if my kryptonite is like Elon Musk fucking discussion, <laughs> yours is fucking South Africa. Maybe, Have maybe I even talked about it that long? I don't know. Yeah, every episode something about the fucking Dutch, whatever you call it. <laughs> oh, the Afrikaners. Yeah, there we go, yeah. So, uh, fucking uh, right. prawns. I think it's because we were talking about that directive. But, um, so they've won the World Cup again and they're like, oh, it's going to bring the nation together. It's not doing shit. The country's still fucked. Dude. So it's you know, like sort of awkward. You know how I, I hate sport, man. Like, they always try to justify why they're fucking spending all this effort trying to get the ball past the line, man. You know mm. what I mean? So what do you say? Some fucking cross-race, you know, rehab that we're doing here. You're not doing shit, man. You're moving the ball, right? And a lot of people follow yeah, it. Yeah, so. but you're showing how black people and white people can move the ball together. Together. Against. Who do they play against? Against the New Zealand Maori white people. Yeah, against the people that actually had a treaty, <laughs> you know. I was going to say, it's funny because, like, New Zealand is, like, the, held up as, like, the pinnacle of how you can have, what do you call it, you bring everyone together. Yeah, like, it's like even before the match, they do the haka. Like, the whole team does, like, a Maori war dance, right? Yeah. And well, that's part like of the their Maoris, culture for years. Everyone. Maoris like, were, yeah, never colonized, you know what I mean? There's a treaty, you know, that's the real kind of end result, yeah. so... New Zealand yeah. should have showed those fucking whatever's. So in a way, it was good versus evil. It was the good treaty. The evil one, man. The evil uh, apartheid people. There was actually controversy because one of the South African players in the semi-final, so like the game before the final, called one of the uh, English players who they ended up beating a white, a white bastard. 
Okay. And everyone was talking, oh, that's racism. Willie gets suspended and all this shit. And yeah, so- everyone was sort of like, I mean, technically, if it was like a different race saying it to like a black person, yeah, you'd get suspended. But I think everyone was like, come on, man. Like, who gives a shit if he said white bastard? You know what I mean? And he got yeah, away yeah. with it. Yeah. All right. Rightly well, so. The drama. Uh, <laughs> talking about like more anyway, South Africa world champ. So yeah, that's it. That's that's, that's exciting stuff. Mm. <laughs> For a talking sport that like a sport. small percentage of the world even knows about. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, but a bigger sport that you want to talk about, soccer, man. Twenty twenty wait twenty thirty four soccer World Cup to be held in. I am Saudi so Arabia. happy that the World Cup is going to be in our confederation. Okay. Of Asia, in Saudi Arabia. So yeah, you know, it was down between two countries. It was down between Australia and Saudi Arabia. Did you know that? No. <laughs> yeah, Australia was going to launch a bid, and it was going to be Saudi Arabia, but then FIFA did all this bullshit where they go. So the the head of FIFA is like really tight with the uh, Saudi prince. Some, um, somewhere. Okay. They always use the acronym for him. You know what I mean? Or the Who Salman? uses the acronym? Wait, what? It's like something MLB or something. MBK, like they do that reviews the phones <laughs> on YouTube. Fuck, I don't even know who So you don't know who the you don't know who the Prince of Saudi Arabia is? No. Nah. Look, dude, I don't give a fuck <laughs> right. about this shit. Uh, I'm here learning so you don't about the FIFA's corrupt. I'm learning about the stainless steel and the cyber truck and why it's going to be a production nightmare. That's what I'm worrying about. <laughs> yeah, and no, like if there's a global apocalypse, will people with bow and arrows be able to kill you? Yeah, that's it. I know about the 40-inch bow. Uh, so, yeah, you're saying it's corrupt, as usual, some payoff, whatever, you know. Well, in the end, it was sort of humiliating because the Australia guy had to do this whole... Oh, we're really happy for Saudi Arabia. Look, and he's doing this passive aggressive look because they only gave us like a couple of days to lock in 14 stadiums of over 50,000 capacity. There's no way we could get all the state like governments deep to agree in, there, in like a few weeks. You're deep in the, uh, the nuances of bidding for the well, World Cup. Dude, it's a fucking joke that they won it, particularly when Qatar had it like a few years ago. So it's like just constantly in the middle of fucking east because of money. You're so racist, man. What do you mean? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> right, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Fuck, you man, talk at least about... I try with your Elon Musk bullshit. No, like, I don't know. But it's the same old shit, right? Like, I remember years ago, it was controversy that whatever whatever that Guitar. other Middle Eastern country got, whatever Guitar. the fuck it is. Before that, it was but, Russia. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it's like sport to me, as I said, just a spectacle anyway. So it's like, I don't know, what what are you even corrupting? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Well, I just don't get why all the big nations just go, this is bullshit. Let's just withdraw from FIFA and create our own. Like, I don't get why that doesn't happen. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. well, I'll, I'll give you the, all the answers next pod. No, I need the answers now, man. People need to know. Yeah. Oh, they also it's... need to well, know. Well, the, the real... The real answer to not be pissed off about the corruption is stop giving a shit about this superficial spectacle 
Yeah, I guess so. But that will never happen, right? No, I mean, I'm still going to care. I'll be cheering <laughs> on those those socceroos like crazy. I'll be staying up at midnight. I might even fly there. Who knows? <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, no to be honest, I wouldn't. But, Come on, man. Yeah. Are they? Is that is Saudi Arabia the country building that big kind of... Supposed to be like this wall, wall. of a... Uh, yeah, the line. Like a... This, the line, is that what it's called? Yeah, which is this big bloody glass long building. I don't understand where there's hype on this, why there's hype on this and why they're even doing it. It's just fucking internet futurism, you know, like fetishization of somehow, you know, we can make a mega city and, you know, like everyone loved those fake islands when they were being made in the Middle East and like the Burj Khalifa or whatever. Which both of them are kind of disasters. Yeah, I know. According to the bullshit YouTube videos I watched anyway. Yeah, like they might be amazing. Six months it's been hot and like the meme is like the Burj Khalifa doesn't even have any sewerage above whatever. Yeah, level that's it the is. one I heard. So they have to truck out the sewerage and it's yeah, they have to truck causing out the these shit. traffic jams on the highway of shit trucks. <laughs> it's probably massively overplayed, but um, you know how it is. All and right, then it's like yeah. all the shit that's not going in the shoe is going on to the Instagram models. You heard about that thing as well. Oh, yeah. that uh, There's the rich the, guys in the, the Middle Porter East bringing horse. over Instagram models and like shitting on them. Is that the yeah. one you heard? It's like <laughs> shitting on them or like shitting in buckets and then getting them to consume it and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember, but it was like, I think, yeah, it was popping off recently, but supposedly like, I don't know if it's true, but it's like messages like, oh, my friend said she went over to the Middle East and there was like a sex club, you know, no, or like, whatever, orgy. Uh, and then they got, they were shitting on her and stuff. I'm like, all right. Well, look, I, uh, the thing is I, I've seen YouTube in quite sting operations. Like this is like 10 years ago where yeah. people would create, go to great lengths to pose as Saudi princes. And they would message Instagram models and then sort of show the DMs. But there's no way you can know if it's true. But the way that they would frame it is, or the way that the videos would be edited is they would sort of feel out, oh, you know, would you like a free trip to Saudi Arabia um, to blah, blah, blah. And they sort of ease them into it. And then yeah. they eventually get him to agree to stuff like, oh, I want you to have sex with my son who's 12 and he wants to do <laughs> anal and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, I get you. So they're just kind of like trapping them into, you know, uh, admitting that they'll do these like absurd, yeah, thousands of dollars. obscene acts. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if they did it the other way, like a BBC into uh, like investigation where they're like, we're posing as, you know, Julia, OnlyFans model, and we're going to see if, you know, we can get a prince to say they're going to shit on me, you know, the shitting epidemic. Yeah, uh, it would be good, but you can't because they're the ones with money and power. No, no, but you somehow get you want to get the DMs from the the Saudi guys. That, so See, this is shit, another shit great thing. If we were hot chicks, this is another cool thing we could do. Get shit on <laughs> for money. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to do the sting operation, but yeah, <laughs> it's like that. It's like imagine that you're there and you're getting shit on and you're like, what the fuck, man? And you're like, oh, we're going to make money. I'm like, no, it's meant to be a sting operation. It's gone too far. That's, yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. Uh, that's dark as shit. So, yeah, let's keep going. Talking about, I guess, hot girls making money. Uh, you know Charlie D. Emilio? Some kind of 
like some kind of TikToker type thing that she was kind of like popping off oh, the last two woman. years. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I think she's now that. now selling like her own popcorn brand. So the whole Mr. Beast chocolate angle. Uh, just <laughs> I guess is. Should I look I guess her it's, up? Maybe I have a bit of... No, it's, so it's a nobody, D'Amelio. right? It's just a nobody, yeah. But it's basically how, I guess, big influencers now are really creating generic kind of products like Mr. Beast uh, with his chocolate and shit. And Is she really young? I reckon she's probably... I reckon probably like 19, 20. Yeah, okay. TikTok. Viral yeah. teen celebrity. Okay. Yeah, 19, yeah. man. 19. Yeah, she looks really young. She looks like Rebecca Black to me. Yes. Yeah, that's like an old school reference now. Yeah, no, no. It's like in K-pop, right, they talk about generations of K-pop. Like, oh, this band is a fourth generation. You know what I mean? Like it came out oh, in a certain like era. Consoles, yeah. Yeah, like Blackpink is fourth generation, whereas I think Twice might just be the end of third generation. So like this Charlie D. Emilio is kind of like, let's say her like, she might be like fifth generation... Uh, influencer yeah but like first it's like she's like the first of the tiktok generation yeah but it's still yeah fifth generation and you might say like pewdiepie was fourth generation and third generation might be like smosh or some shit Uh, wait smosh isn't first there's gotta be something like early internet where people like you know these people that like set up oh it's like you're sharing yeah you're sharing shit through emails or something yeah you know like in the 90s Someone, yeah, like that's some like college us. girls. Yeah, would set up like a webcam and like have their house on webcam. Like, it would be shit quality footage, but that would be like the first kind of generation or something. Fuck. Can you name anyone from the first generation? Shit, man. Probably okay, not. Okay, I know like Smosh, I could name a few because I remember like we were at uni when YouTube was starting to kick off. Yeah. So I can remember that sort of shit. There was Smosh. There was this guy called Boheme. There's like just yeah, some a, really average content creators, but they were consistent with their releases. I oh, hope Magic Hugs. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, anyway. we could we could just harp on about all the generations. Yeah, but I think you could break it into like a generational thing, like K-pop is. So she's like part of the current generation, like with Mr. Beast. And it seems Has like now they're making... Has anyone done that though? Has anyone done the definitive generations of social... Media yeah, man. Influences. Oh, yeah, they have. They yeah. Are. It's called the Gorilla Dick Podcast. It's <laughs> quite riveting. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, this Charlie D'Amelio. Obviously, making, we have to talk about Mr. Beast. So yeah, yeah, making popcorn. So Mr. Beast, you know, makes chocolate amongst a hundred other things. So it's like this new kind of wave of like commercializing your fucking online fame. I mean, I've seen his face at servos lately, Mr. Beast. Yeah, he's like releasing some sort of product at like servos and woolies and shit. Yeah, he's got chocolate, man. Like there's Oh, is that what it is? It's just chocolate, yeah. Yeah. Go into Woolworths and there's like these little standalone cardboard kind of whatever you call them, uh shells. Like the, yeah, those with like chocolate. display things on the end, yeah. Yeah, and like his recent video, because I'm always talking about Mr. Beast. He built a hundred wells in Africa. So it's like a video of him just doing wells in all oh these different areas. Oh my God, for fuck's sake, man. Like, I don't know. Okay. What's it's, your it's problem, actually man? Hard, it's hard for me to criticize this without like very carefully thinking about how I'm going to phrase it. But to me, like the, my instant reaction is that's a scaled up version of those fucking scumbags that go up to homeless people and go, hey man, I just want to give you like a thousand bucks. 
Yeah. And then they're like, what? Seriously? I'm like, yeah. And then they're like film them doing shit for the rest of the day, like taking him to get a haircut. Yeah. Going suit. to get Yeah, give get him like a suit. clothes and shit and and it's just purely for their own publicity. They don't give a fuck about helping homeless people, otherwise they would donate to whatever. Oh, fuck well, I don't man. know. Like I know I know like um I'm kinda on the fence. Like obviously my brain wants to hate Mr. Beast for any reason, but I don't know. Like wells are probably like utility, you know, it's a good fundamental of like society to like implement and stuff like that, but also you're filming. Yeah, it the outcome's great. I just really um disgusted by the motives or what I perceive as the motives. Like he's like he studied business. I think he dropped out, but he's pure business PR man. So you know, in his brain, it's mm. kind of like maybe like he's Africa. Two birds with one stones. Like if you're going to give him the benefit of the doubt, yeah. And Africa is like the whole Oprah Winfrey '90s 40 hour famine kind of the core yeah. of the Western zeitgeist of the help the concerts. Africans, right? Yeah. And I wonder if there's anyone else in the so world that Bob is like Gildor. worst off worse off than Africans in terms of, you know, income, GDP and infrastructure and shit like that. But it's always Africa, you know, it's always go to Africa. Africa is the worst. I remember like (laughs) if I wanted to see the most fucked up shit on live leak, Africa would have the worst. What about like Middle East, like some kind of, you know. Middle East and Stonings, that was rough. I'll never be. But I mean like Africa versus uh, like Middle East in terms of like GDP and shit. Anyway. Oh, okay. Go- like if you're going to go to Ye- Yemen and shit, that's pretty fucking rough. And like there's certain, yeah, there's certain areas of the Middle East and Central Asia that are pretty rough, but Africa is the worst. Okay. For All right. Sure. So they need the wells the most. Uh, yeah, now, one of the pondering. things about Central Asia, oh, fuck yeah. I, I won't go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, I'm not going to do a history pretty- lesson. No, I'm not going to. No, it's, it's, it, I think there's reasons because uh, I think European colonization and like fucking up borders in Africa made things. Yeah, I know. You talk about this every. There's four but different no, ethnic but, groups, but they split with all the borders. I was going to go into the, like the USSR and fucking Kurds and shit, but I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, right. Probably it's previous long. episodes you got down there. Well, just about, fucking go to Wikipedia and you can learn it in two seconds, guys. Talking about ethnic superiority. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, <laughs> six-year-old Chinese girl has become the first female to solve a Rubik's cube in under six seconds. Oh no! Or first female? I thought it was first person ever. Now I'm kind of a bit upset about that. That's double trouble, man. Why? Because the Chinese and women are taking over now. This is the first. But maybe the male did it quicker. That's what I'm saying. The first female. I thought it was the first. Yeah, person Yeah, but ever. the females are catching us. Females yeah. with their small brains uh, <laughs> and big, big juicy tits. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, uh, gonna, they're gonna have too much power. That's the problem. Okay, moving on to okay, what are that, dude? Cube? That's one of those things that fucking morons are impressed with, like Rubik's cube solving. Anyway, yeah, I know. <laughs> fucking morons. Why don't they care? <laughs> shit? Why don't Actually, they care about the corruption in the World Cup, man? You know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or like the Rainbow Nation of South Africa. Like, they don't even understand. <laughs> yeah, they don't understand the history of South Africa. Fucking losers. Yeah, but uh, I can't solve a Rubik's Cube, so I'm the dumbest one. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, there was one of my guys at work. He was like kind of smart, 
But he had like fucking, you know, some people have like bobbleheads on their desk and he had a Rubik's Cube. And every now and then, like when he'd get like a job done, he'd like pick up his Rubik's Cube and start solving. And he and then he'd look over to me and go, hey, solved it in six minutes this time. That's that's my fastest this week. Oh, okay. Office yeah, job? Like, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, office job. No, not retail. That'd be fucking <laughs> funny if there was a dude in retail putting clothes away or stacking shelves and then he gets bored so just whips out a Rubik's well, Cube. As a Rubik's Customer's cube. like, hey, we're about to use to... Hang on. <laughs> anyway. I remember in high school there was a German exchange student and he did the Rubik's Cube real quick and we just gave him the nickname Ruby and I think he just thought, well, fucking dumb shits. <laughs> Wait, was he like an Austrian? Yeah, Austrian, Austrian or German or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember that guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> flashback. That's the only thing I remember of this dude. You did the Rubik's cube. I could, yeah, I could go on a long spiel. <laughs> That's so useless to everyone else. But yeah. Uh, anyway, so right. if you're into Rubik's cube, you're a fucking numbskull. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, anyway. man. I'm I'm talking shit. <laughs> uh, did you want to talk? Like, I hate South Park. Uh, but. There's a new episode that you want to discuss called Joining the Pandaverse. And it seems like it's got uh, like four women, like kind of, in Americans would call them like liberals, uh, progressives. You, uh, you call them, um, no, no, they're, they're um, what do you call it? They're intersection, diverse. Yeah. They're diverse. Yeah, yeah, basically it's like every like, I don't know, six months to a year, there's like a South Park episode that, seems to get a bit of chat around like the water cooler at work and shit or like online discourse gets a bit of traction i think it's fading off over time like every if you say it's like a peak like a heartbeat like every heartbeat Mm. kind of gets a bit shorter Uh, yeah this one is the biggest impactful one i've seen in a while like the last one was like the harry and megan um the publicity thing i guess it's post wokeism right like we're saying we're post peak woke uh elon's kind of pushing that too and that's Uh, like all the conservative like youtubers and redditors are like oh this is the tipping point now disney realizing that all their move like because i've seen a few videos where people are talking about how disney movies are not as profitable so they own the uh, marvel ip star wars ip yeah and a lot of people complain that they're too or they're becoming progressively values driven rather than narrative you know what i mean and yeah that's what and like the whole voicing and first uh you know original kind of rights and stuff you know a lot of commentary about that now going we're going too far we've got to investigate how we're funding all this stuff you know which didn't really exist a few years ago wait uh, what and you've, you know, like, you've thrown me there no you know how the voice didn't get up right yeah. Uh, so so it's a bit more narrative online now about like auditing, auditing, you know, funding to like Aboriginal services and stuff like that. It's being well used as a corruption. Oh. Like that's kind of. I'm not saying the majority's there, but like that kind of discourse is now existing that didn't really exist. Well, it is weird that there's a Recently, minister for Indigenous affairs, isn't there? Yeah. It's or something like that. Outrageous. How like, can Abbott how come no role? one's critical yeah. critical of that? position yeah i never hear any uh, criticism about that position look at you getting passionate you fucking racist anyway 
Yeah, I know. And that, and that's exactly why you don't fucking criticise it because I think the current minister is actually Indigenous. So, obviously, you don't yeah, for sure. be critical. Yeah, that, that's what they try to do. I think Abbott, when he became Prime Minister, became the Minister for Indigenous Affairs. Yeah, um, I was actually looking at like the history and it's only like a recent thing where the Minister for Indigenous Affairs was Indigenous. Probably not many like indigenous ministers until like fairly recently no. as well. Well, senators, indigenous like people that. couldn't even vote until like 1967, <laughs> yeah. which is fucking insane. Like our parents <laughs> lived in a time when yeah, indigenous people couldn't vote. That's fucking yeah. insane. Uh, yeah, anyway, Australia's not a racist country. Guys. <laughs> not at all, man. <laughs> it's what? so fucked. Uh, that, that's that's kind of suck. That kind of sucks. That no matter what you say, that's a fact. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So talking about, I guess, federal politics and yeah. the whole. Some good uh, news, please. Post wokeism. So you know, like right, here we go. This is going to cheer me up. <laughs> this is going to cheer you up. No, you know the whole Brittany Higgins being raped. So Brittany Higgins was the Lib- Liberal Party staffer, and yeah, she claimed nice, that she was raped nice by subject. like. Yeah, claimed that she was raped by another liberal staffer, but then I think the court case this got thrown out. This was fucking huge in Australia, like massive. Like a year news. ago, it's like everyone's like, talking about it. Yeah, it's kind of like the late stages of Me Too movement. You know, this is sort and, of but, like Monica yeah. Lewinsky, not that big, but sort of nearly that big sort of thing. Yeah, well, someone saying that, hey, uh, I claimed that I was raped by you know a fellow staffer in the conservative like it was a conservative party in our equivalent of the white house yeah everyone was trying to like well not white house but whatever everyone's trying to throw like yeah, sweeping the white under house the rug is government isn't it white oh, house no, is that's where, just where he like, lives yeah or she. so, so it'd be okay, like a lodge it would have up. to be in the lodge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay sorry anyway so in our parliament house here yeah in the lodge no, <laughs> uh, no it was in yeah. parliament house right yeah, yeah, in Parliament House. They went out drinking, then they went back to the Parliament House, you know, mm. at like 2 a.m. and supposedly it happened, she passed out. But they threw out the court case because one of the jurors, like they found that they printed off some like uh, like studies about false rape claims and all this shit. So it kind of like skewed it all. And then, you know, uh, Brittany Higgins wasn't in a good mental state to do it, like do the whole court process again. So they kind of just all got, you know... Uh, kind of just fizzled out, I guess. But then, I guess recently, it was revealed that there was another rape charge, uh, like totally different person in a different state. Oh. But the same person was Bruce Lehman, who was the guy that was, you know, accused of raping, you know, Brittany Higgins. So it's kind of like, and the you know, me too tie-in is that he hasn't he got a bit of a checkered past with accusations or something. But it's a whole thing of like everyone's questioning about false rape or she's just doing it to like, you know, get attention. And it's the whole Me Too movement. She's being too much of an activist. Like, how do you know he did it, right? And then like, you know, a year and a half later, he's being, you know, accused again of being a rapist. It's just kind of Yeah, so it's like if you're accused, you should go to jail. Like, I don't know why we need to go to court. It's like if the media know, the public know, lock them up. (laughs) and this was some bullshit. slogan right i mean do it for their own protection because we're just gonna like mobs are just gonna bash them in the street anyway lock them up uh i don't know yeah like, even, I know like a lot of shit, yeah well i'm talking shit man because if i get too serious like i sound like a fucking cunt 
So it's like I almost don't want to tell my true perspective. <laughs> so it's like maybe if I just go opposite, then I'm sort of safe. If you just go irony, you know. It's like you disagree with your emotions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just like, that the, I think I've already talked about Yeah. What are you going to say? No, I was going to say it's like emotionally you go, fuck you. Like people accusing someone of, you know, rape and just automatically like sentencing, sentencing him. You know, like that's your emotional sort of. like, response to it. But sort rationally of. it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of somewhat. Rationally valid. it's nuanced. Like that's the whole, it's like the Russell Brand thing. Yeah. It's like, it's not as simple as like he's a, narciss- a grandiose narcissist that is obviously a sex addict or has been. Yeah. Um, but then it's, it's so, yeah, that's true. And he's probably like leveraged his fame and stuff, but it's, no, it's like yeah. whether it's consensual or not, then it sort of gets gray. And then it's like, it, the, it yeah. it's possible that maybe some people were abused, but some of the others might be doing it for attention because of regret. And then it's yeah, like, for sure. there's a whole mixture of stuff. And like we don't naivety. know either. We don't have the evidence either. So there's like all this shit, but it's it's really yeah. If you, for sure. if you start talking about nuance, you may as well just say whatever the unpopular thing is because you're you, you have to have black and white opinions. Otherwise, you're a cunt. No, you don't have to. But like that's how like the media and a lot of people want to think, man. A lot of if you people want to think. Nuance views on Palestine. You're ostracized. Yeah, you have to be one or the other, and you need to really be Palestine. <laughs> yeah. I'm Palestine. If you want to be man. cool, I actually I kind of would have yeah. thought you would be. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh, and that sucks, we talk man. about this, but like, well, here's the thing, man. I'm Palestine, but I'm anti fucking hum- Hamas. What about Hamas, man? Do you like Hamas? Definitely pro Hamas. <laughs> Maybe that's what they need to do is just rebrand a bit, because that's one thing that the Israelis and Palestinians agree on is Hamas. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't in some ways. It's probably some. Now they do. <laughs> I actually saw this interview with like some comedian who's like undercover comedian doing like, you know, like Ali G sort of style, like a bit undercover. And he had like, I think it was like a a Fatah, like a a PLO guy. Fatwa or Fatah? (laughs) Fatah. It's like a bit, it's like the biggest faction of the PLO, which is like the the West Bank. You know that West Bank and Gaza have different governments, yeah? I'm doing now, man. (laughs) Uh, we'll go, okay, I'm going to educate our Hong Kong listeners. They're yeah. probably smarter than me on this, to be honest. But Gaza Strip, they they elected Hamas for some reason, which is like the that's the militant one. Yeah, and they yeah. basically are like debt to Israel. We will never recognize Israel as a state. We won't be happy until every Jew on the planet's wiped off the face of the earth, type thing. Whereas the West Bank, which is like the biggest section, which is geographically separate, you're actually listening still. What? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Anyway, no, yeah, yeah I, I get it. They've they've yeah. got a different government, which is actually pro two state solution, and then they just want the sixty seven borders established. Okay. But yeah. like, no one fucking even knows that shit, and that's like surface level shit. Yeah, but does it even really matter? Like. You, like if, you're pro Palestine, you didn't even know the fucking difference. Like it's fucked. <laughs> yeah, but if if you reside in a region and then it's slowly being eroded by like a more aggressive force, why know, is it being eroded know, though? They tried to Jews... make peace deals. So, okay, 
when the state was initially established, they were instantly declared war on to to get wiped out. Why? Then they're like, what? okay, can we please like come up to some sort of agreement where we can have our own lands? And they're like, no, you need to be wiped off the face of the earth. Okay. So then, the, like Israel's like, all right, like let's make settler colonies in your your current land. You know, it's I don't, like I don't, like, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily good. I don't think that that's good. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. You can't go like, oh, but it's not. A, but this, this is the argument the Palestinians or pa- pro-Palestinian supporters make. Oh, they did forward settling, therefore they deserve to have all their civilians just raped and murdered, and the Palestinians yeah, are justified. Like I don't think okay yeah no I'm not you're but you're grouping whole like Palestinians maybe we shouldn't with, be like, having this thing because we're two morons we shouldn't be debating all right. this let's I'm talk gonna, about, in fact I might have to no. edit that whole bit out no nah, it's all right you want to talk about the real by the way just for the record man I'm not pro Israel or pro Palestine I'm it's just your, saying this more nuanced than... I actually think it's fucked Semi. that people that don't know about the situation have opinions. Like, I, I'm too ignorant to have an opinion. Everyone else, my level that, should shut the fuck up as well. Isn't that your whole, everyone's whole, like, our whole lives? Like, people don't know what the fuck they're talking about with it, you know, have opinions Have an opinion on, on Chandler. Have it discuss <laughs> if Marvel has valid, like, produced good films or not. But don't go to protests with, flags if you don't even know shit about what's happening yeah no but it feels good man feels good yeah, to chat. it makes you feel like, like you're part of something you know like, life what'd you do on the weekend i want the pro-palestine we we got that like free palestine uh anyway so, <laughs> fuck i might have to edit that whole thing up yeah no, keep going. why man it's not even that bad we're going to be right. talking about more controversial things right now are you ready for this Get ready okay. to edit this shit out, man. Is oh, Blackpink finished? <laughs> is it, is it finished? What? Are you fucking is joking? Black... What do you mean? Is man? that actually... What are you talking about? They're one of the biggest groups in the world. They're like high on are the they? Forbes K celebrity no. rankings. All right. They? So obviously I'm more of the K-pop connoisseur, for lack of a better word, than you but are. But I've actually but heard you... of Blackpink. They're, they're yeah, massive. No, that's nice. But you, you posed the question to me, is Blackpink finished? Why would you raise that question? with me oh, i saw a youtube video and i'm like <laughs> black pink oh yeah. frankie will probably give a shit about that <laughs> and he'll probably <laughs> give the full backstory so oh, i don't right. have to watch this shitty youtube video ba- basically like every k-pop group it's basically manufactured by a production company uh black pink production company's yg which is one of the biggest it just seems like their contract's running out and like some of the Blackpink members, are, you know, supposedly in the media saying they can get more money elsewhere doing other things. So do it's a whole question if... Yeah. Do they get old? Like do, do K-pop stars have like an age limit where they're like, nah, they're too old to be sexy now? K-pop, or? yeah, K-pop, like from my experience, you got like four years and then you just kind of vanish because it's almost like... Uh, the brands like, become like, too big to be controlled? No, it's almost like... You know how like McDonald's always and Coca-Cola always try to put a new thing out? Like Coke Zero, Coke Vanilla. It's because you know you, eventually your product will become stale. So you always try to bring out like the next thing that will be big and take over it. Like it's like, right. like almost like a evolution model type thing. That's kind of... I, know, I sort ca- of get it. It's, it's like you're giving the fan base something like a feeling of discovery of something. So it's sort of fresh. 
Yeah, well, it's just like being surviving as a as a production company. You don't want to like bet it all in Blackpink and eventually fail, you know, fades off. You'd rather like so if, for example, another production company is JYP and like Twice was their big group, but then like th- you know, 2 years later they bring out Itzy, then they bring out another one, and now they're bringing out like American one. Like every 2 years they just always bring out a new group. Yeah, I guess so it's like every generation needs their own group to identify with, I guess. Yeah, so it's almost like Korean K-pop just churns this shit off and it's like a bigger life cycle, like a fly, right? Whereas if you talk back like the 90s, like Spice Girls, Backstreet Boys, they kind of seem to last a lot longer, you know what I mean? Bewitched. And they would keep playing it out until it fades off, whereas K-pop's kind of like such a short life. Yeah, such a short life that you're like, you know, after three years, you know, K-pop, groups are kind of gone just because Wait. how the market reacts to it sorry man can uh, was there was only one generation of girl and boy bands wasn't there i don't know it was like, just late listen, 90s and then it was done no nah, that's 80s what like i'm trying to like i'm trying to think of 80s yeah take that uh, that was like mid 90s and nah, then the I guess 80s george 80s? michael what, the, what oh was he yeah duran duran yeah heaps of Ta- stuff and like oh wham uh, yeah, there's heaps of things. Uh, yeah, new okay. kids on the block. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, touche. All right. You know what I mean? So it's, even though that's all kind of faded off now, but like K-pop is just kind of yeah. churn. I want right? to do a video essay on the the generations of pop bands now. I'm sure, there's fucking hundred already. Yeah, uh, yeah YouTube. But yeah, so is Blackpink over? Like it happens regardless, you know. Uh, but the, think, okay, what I did see. Because I also saw it pop up on a few anti-Chinese videos yeah. where they're like, oh, they said something anti-Chinese. Yeah, there's always shit like that. they apologize for it or something because they've been taken off one of the social so, networks. So twice, you know, which is probably a couple or a few years before Blackpink and they were fairly big uh, JYP group. Uh, one of them is Taiwanese, right? And she was probably like 15 or 16 when they first started the group. And maybe when she was like 17, she like waved like a Taiwanese flag and supposedly that, you know, pissed off Chinese audience. So she had to do like this apology video where it's basically her like in a room looking like a hostage reading a script saying, I'm sorry for waving the Taiwanese flag. Like a 17, like hot, you know, hottie, you know, for like a 17 year old or whatever, you know. I just want to say for our Hong Kong audience that we're right behind Taiwan as well. Yeah, well, Taiwanese free, as well. Free, free uh, Taiwan, free Hong Kong. And I'm also behind uh, Tui uh, waving the flag. Uh, so yeah. my support is with Tui or Chewy or and also however Maverick you like to pronounce the name. In Top Gun. <laughs> the patches. Yeah, how he had the Taiwanese patch and then they had to edit it out for the Chinese market. You don't know about that one? Yeah, I know. Wait a sec. Yeah. jiggling. They changed it to something else. I can't remember what. And then there was also Star Wars, but that was a different. That was a different you like that? Yeah, I'm getting. Look that up. I'm it's called. Aroused just hearing it. <laughs> it's called Tui's apology. It's from seven years ago. Have you ever uh, heard John Cena's po- apology? No, is that another one? He's a, he's like the biggest wrestler. Yeah, I know Cena. Like yeah, I, like I've never he said watched something him wrestle, like, I think he was filming a movie in Taiwan. He's like, oh, Taiwan's a great country. 
Oh, yeah. saying that to the Taiwanese, oh, you know, we had a great time filming in Taiwan. It's a great country. And then he filmed his full apology in Mandarin Chinese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was like the biggest cuck move ever. It's like this guy that's meant to be the epitome of ma- uh, masculinity American. and macho energy. And then he's like, oh, sure, sure. <laughs> like apologizing. Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah. I know. It's pure capitalism Chinese market, right? Mm, that's it. Powerful force. Uh, says Taiwan's not even a real place. <laughs> I've actually I've actually thought about um doing a holiday in Taipei. Yeah, now Taiwan, like it was colonized by Japan, so it's kind of got that Japan flavor right here. It's got high speed trains and shit like that. Uh, oh, in so. World War Two, it was colonized, so it was like for a few years. You mean? I think a while. Like I'm going down my Taiwan history now, but yes, it's got a bit of a Japanese influence. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. Just to to me, it it seems cool. The because it's like a decently developed economy, and you get yeah, like like I've already been to Shanghai, and it's like you get to see like Western version of Chinese culture. So it's like a different sort of universe, you know? Yeah, it's like high GDP. I think it's got quite high on like the uh, democracy index, shit like that. It's got yeah, good I hiking think it's as like well. it's like a lefty sort of... Um, yeah, because it's they like got, high mountains and shit. You know what the biggest cultural export has been to Australia? Uh, the bubble tea, yeah. man. The bubble tea. What is bubble tea Taiwanese? Yeah, man. That's all you need to know. Those black pearls of death. <laughs> what are they called the black, again? They're called pearls. Uh, the tapioca pearls. Oh, fuck, uh, those are disgusting. Really? It's like you're watching those oh. black pearls go up your friend's straw and you know they're about <laughs> to experience the ultimate pain. Yeah, bringing a white dude, like this, yeah. this is us 10 years ago, to drink a bubble tea when they've never done it before, <laughs> sucking that first pearl. I remember, <laughs> I think... It's the latest prank. Because they, they would always ask, they're like, do you want pearls? And then your friend would look inevitably at look at you for <laughs> yeah. like permission to get the pearls or Not permission, the, the, advice. The, green, the green or the red light. Looking for and advice. And you'd always be like, oh yeah, if you want. Like, I no, like no, pearls or go, something like that. You got to get the pearls. Like, all right, whatever the pearls are, I'm getting it. And then they're like, well, these fucking balls in the bottom way, milkshake. Yeah, Suck hell. it up, hits the back of your throat. Yeah, I remember the first. Taiwanese re- dessert is yeah. definitely unique in the world. I don't know. Like all Asian dessert is very tapioca. you got a bit of red bean, you know, tofu. Like it's for, but in for it, the Western. In Australia, like yeah. those style things, it's always Taiwanese, right? No, like I've been like, if you want, want to go down this route. But like a lot of Asian, well, like Japanese. It's like that sort of weird fruits just mixed with just pure sugar and then like water. We've really Watery, hoard out fruity sugar based stuff. Yeah, there's no like, milk. There's no dairy in it. Australia might be like the like king or whatever of bubble teas in the world. I think, uh, just how hey, we've adopted it and hoarded out. You know what I mean? Can I ask you this, man? Are we the king yeah. of Korean expats? Nah. As in, like first or second generation. What Koreans coming over here to live? I just I keep seeing on TikTok all like Koreans talking about no, how I think the about, 
Aussie yeah. Koreans are like the hot Koreans and stuff. From uh, I don't among know, there's the, a few, like the Korean world. Okay, like in K-pop, there's a few like there's a bunch in the kind of like generation uh, of K-pop groups that are Aussie Koreans. So they're like the Korean parents that grew up in Australia. Now they went over at like 15 or whatever, and now they're K-pop idols. So there's a few of them. So, oh, but, maybe that's why. So it's like over yeah, representation yeah, just, in that. Gen Z's, yeah, doing their shitty analysis. But like okay. ten years ago, there's a bunch of American Koreans that went over and became K-pop people. Uh, oh, okay. So I think, and now like a new so, wave. Okay, is so like, but it'll be America yeah. and Australia. Then they'd be the the two ones. Yeah. Well, obviously, like America's got like LA and fucking Koreatown, and you know the whole like like we don't really have Koreatowns in Australia. Like we don't have enough there's a population. There's Koreatown in Sydney. Uh, Eastwood has half Korean, like half, a semi-Korean is town. That Sydney? Yeah, okay. yeah. I guess that's all kind I know of, is there's one area of Sydney that's got a ton of Korean fried chicken, hot pot, like restaurants yeah. and stuff. Eastwood's the biggest one though. It's probably like a block, a block of uh, Korean. Also, stuff, like in that not... in the CBD, like around Paddington, there's a big. Yeah, that's like, stuff. Right? Maybe that's mixing with the Chinatown. But you know, like in the nineties, the whole. LA riots where you had the Koreans with the the gun the rooftop Koreans with the guns like defending their stores and shit, you know? Oh uh, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, so obviously like That's US cool. dominates uh, you know. Like we got Koreans but it's not But they're like, like proper proper Yeah, okay. Yeah, like we got Koreans, but it's not like Viet you know, Vietnamese where we've got like Springvale and got Cabramatta and shit like that, like a whole suburb that's Viet and stuff like that. Yeah, I you always know, thought what, Sydney did though. I, I don't nah, know. They got a little well. bit, but not not like a half suburb type thing. You yeah, know what okay. I mean? Like it's a yeah, different yeah, yeah. thing. And you gotta remember like Korean GDP and all that stuff's a lot better at the moment. You know, so it makes sense that, you know, Vietnamese come over here. But less so. Like Japan, we don't really have a Japan suburb. We've kinda of got a little bit in Sydney and stuff, but it's not like a whole suburb of Japanese. So you're uh, saying it's only the poor Asians that come here? Yeah, well, like, why would you, like, leave Japan, like, when you, like, got a right job and stuff versus, you know... Like, I was looking up today, like... Well, no I'll, one's I'll, leaving I'll, Japan. She's slowly yeah, no. getting old. I was wondering, like, how, like... Uh, for some reason, I looked up, like, our Prime Minister's salary, which is, like, 600 grand or whatever a year. 600,000. So, uh, like, like, 300 wonder, grand US. Yeah, so I'm like, I wonder it's how... Cool. Like, my wage, like, say, 100 grand, how much... How it's many heads of state? <laughs> how many heads of state am I earning more than in the world? And it's like a shitload, man. What? Are you serious? Yeah, like Papua New Guinea, it's like thirteen grand, and I think even more than like Philippines heads of state. Oh, okay, but it's because they're getting sort of off the books money, like a lot. Well, well, what's Papua New Guinea like average income? It's probably like a few grand a year, right? So if you're earning like How can you live off 13 grand, grand a year though? Fuck man, they're doing it. All right. Okay, is that actually a fact or are you just fully guessing? What do you mean? Like, okay. 13 Papua grand Guinea, sounds insanely low. So Papua New Guinea GDP per capita for 2021 was 2,600 bucks. That's a whole year GDP. Yeah, but that would include people in the mountains that are living as tribal people yeah i know but regardless like you're earning like four or five Moresby, times the amount. which is like an actual city just look it up okay. man all right but trust me like 
So it's kind of weird. Like, yeah, I'm going to have to Google this. That's fucking insane. Uh, you can just find it easy. It's Wikipedia page, but like, there's heaps. Uh, so yeah. Oh, so just like list of world leaders by salary or something in Wikipedia. yeah head of state like salary like Wikipedia. Damn. And like I think I'm like this. How much is King like, Charles on? Fuck. All right. <laughs> this is what we're going. I'm going. <laughs> I'm just I curious. probably won't. Uh, let me guess before you. He's got his. Tell me. No, he's got his own assets and stuff. So I know. Be uh, well, this is the whole thing. It's like people get obsessed with salary, but it's net worth that actually matters. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. So like UK Prime Minister supposedly is on two hundred thousand US. Wow. Uh, that's very which, low. Yeah, so obviously the king's more. But like there's heaps of them. Like uh, I'm trying to find what would be like the lowest and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. fuck, What's Justin Trude- What's Trudeau on? It'd be about the same, I, don't know. I guess. Don't you have the uh, list there? Yeah, but I'm trying to fucking sort it and shit. And now it's all come <laughs> up with weird stuff. Like Saudi Arabia. Oh, that's the king. Oh, An- my annual God. Annual allowance. Yeah, Nine billion. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> Nine billion annual allowance supposedly, and you United Arab Emirates four billion. Uh, yeah, and that's just the tip Kuwait, of the iceberg. Yeah, Kuwait one hundred sixty-five million. Monaco, the prince gets fifty-two mil. Um, Fuck. He was that. He was the guy that decided to compete in the Monaco bobsled team too in the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Hey. Right. Uh, what do we got here? Sri Lanka, uh, president, 7,300 US. <laughs> I feel, okay, I feel like this is a troll. I feel no, like you, someone's going in there and trolling. Ukraine, Ukraine 11,000? No, nah, that's okay. This is 100% bullshit, dude. 1,000% this is bullshit. East Timor, 30 grand. Croatia, 44,000 US. No, stop. Let's stop this. This is, this is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is oh, you can't deal with reality, pod. man. No, no, this is wrong. <laughs> this is wrong. I don't believe it. <laughs> Why though? If someone's country is like, you got to know like the wages. The world. So the head of state of Ukraine, which is a fucking country of like fifty, what is it, mil. sixty yeah. mil, and like a not a small economy. It was easily the second biggest, like sort of subsection of the USSR. There's no way Zelensky is on fucking 11. Unless he's done some sort of wartime thing where he's just eating rations every day. So according to my shitty Googling, Ukraine average wage a year is uh, 7,500. Anyway. Maybe uh, my understanding of inequality in the world's not right. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up, man. It's pretty fucked up, you know. Ukraine's so we fairly really poor. We really need shit. to retire and move to Eastern Europe. Yeah, maybe. How much would uh, you need to save? Okay, that'll be on the next pod. <laughs> Guide to like, passport bro retirement. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice fantasy so if you can I think, deal with fucking yeah. infrastructure 24-7. And I think Philippines is like $4,000 a year or something. Yeah, uh, Philippines, I, I get. Because I imagine that would be similar to Thailand where it's like you got like wires hanging on the roads and the traffic lights and <laughs> on, everyone ignores them. Yeah, their population's multiple of us. Uh, oh, yeah. Philippines right. is like fucking 100 and something million. 
Uh, let's rip through this. You want to talk about Snow White? Ben Shapiro, Daily Wire. Yeah, did you hear about that? No, nah, go for it. All right, so in this fucking right-wing sphere, there's been a lot of, well, maybe I'll, I'll say anti-woke sphere, there's been a, a bit of a backlash on uh, Disney movies and the one that's yeah, popped a bunch is the latest Snow White, which isn't even going to be released until like March 2025. So it's like a long way away. But Why the leading actor. So long to produce something. I don't What's know. It? Like, I feel like they're delaying it because they're worried about like the internet backlash about how woke it is, and they're the lead actress playing Snow White. In interviews has dark. been like criticizing. Yeah, well, I don't think any. I don't think people really care so much that she's. I, I think she's like Latina. I don't know what the right word is. Mm. <laughs> but. I don't know. I yeah. think it's Americans really care about that shit. Um, yeah, I know. It's the whole but thing. She's like, been saying on people, red carpets, yeah. like just dissing the old Snow White's going, oh, I'm not going to be waiting around for like a creepy prince to like stalk me. I'm going to be a leader and form my own thing. And that's what they I'm get be, pissed off about. I'm going to get a trans man. <laughs> that, uh, and like people get pissed off that the, the dwarfs aren't real dwarves. They're like. Yeah, I know. And they're like, oh, and they're all diverse dwarves, which I don't know. They give a shit about that. So the Daily Wire, which is like the fucking, it's like a right wing American. Um, yeah, I always think about media. the Daily Stormer, which I think is a neo Nazi <laughs> thing. Yeah, the Daily <laughs> Stormer is close. like. No, no, no. Ben Shapiro's Jewish dude, and he's like the biggest guy at the Daily Wire. I know, but he it's kind of like it's kind of got that you know Jewish supremacy angle. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. I actually look. I'll, I the, the, the Daily be, Wire is kind of more. I, I would say I find the Daily Wire more cringe than I actually hate them. I don't. I don't hate the Daily Wire, but it's definitely cringe. You I get think what I'm saying? every ethnic group needs like a media outlet called the Daily Something. Right? You got the <laughs> Daily Stormer for the Anglo. Is got what, the, <laughs> so like every ethnicity is Asians one or is. Does every single one have Shit, their own? Shit, man, this is getting complex now. Yeah. And what, what are you going to call that one? Oh, fuck, you actually went there. <laughs> I disavow. Um, uh, anyway, so this the Daily Stormer is saying that the Daily Snow Storm White is was like, the Aryan, Aryan It's called Snow idol. White for a reason. <laughs> she needs to be a white, pure Aryan blood. Yeah, so even though she was black-haired, <laughs> like... So it's probably more Jewish than yeah. Aryan, but imagine that. It's like you find out that the original Snow White's Jewish, that'd be a spanner in the works. But have you ever yeah, heard of Brett Cooper? Yeah, mother of uh, Anne Frank. Oh, uh, what? Have you ever heard of Brett Cooper? No. Oh, okay. Well, she's like, I reckon she'd have like a few million subs on YouTube. So, like, big following. She's like a sort of right wing commentator. She's starring as the Snow White. That was sort of the big deal. Oh, Daily okay. Wire's making their own one. They're going to release it on the same day as the Disney one. It's like a protest. How do they get the rights to the name, though? Oh, because it's an old fable. So they've just called it, like, Snow White and the Evil Witch or something like that. Oh, okay. It's like any, any, like, Disney doesn't own the Snow White IP. Or they don't own yeah the naming Peter uh, Pan or any of that shit. All right, so uh, how do they get money for this? This bank it's probably going to be some low budget fucking footage yeah. and shit. I watched the trailer, CGI. 
And I'm like, it looks like it was filmed on a Sony A7 or something. Like, it's like nice, but it, yeah. it lacks that like yeah, real mean. swish, like Disney quality film where everything's like Sony super just clean. A7 IV or maybe like those red cameras, you know, the red. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the budget entry level film filmmaker. Yeah, but there's yeah, like a few drone it. shots over the forest and oh, like fucking hell. this is like a high school project but i'm sort of like i'm sort of like rooting for them because it, it's almost like ghetto it's almost like david versus goliath type thing i'm, I'm cheering for the well, yeah, nazi well, daily stormers the concept of just rehashing snow white again you know like it's just you know like any any of those rehash stuff like disney in general just you know Hashing out Marvel crap, Star Wars crap over and over, like exploiting IP over and over to like a vapid audience. Dude, just to this make is money, what the so. whole South Park Pandaverse episode was about. So the yeah, episode like, was a, yeah. was about a key, like a big uh, Disney executive, about how they yeah. just keep on rehashing the same shit and whereas, progressively more pandering. Yeah, where South Park is like formulaic as well. Uh, but anyway. No, well, I mean I don't watch South Park. What I what I watch, I watched new, that episode yeah. and wasn't that funny. Yeah, I know. It's like the Simpsons almost. So you got you kind of like shackled Simpsons by your past. Used to be good though. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, so was South Park? You reckon? Great? So you reckon you're going to watch the new this Snow White subversive? I guess if you call it subversive film, like. Yeah, I'm going to get my it. friends together and like all my anti-woke friends and we're going to... No, all your popcorn. woke friends. No, like I'll get my woke friends. So like troll them. I'll be like, yeah, yeah let's go watch... Them. No, no, because I'll make them think we're going to go watch the legit Snow White. Okay. And then they go in there and it's like, it takes a while to be like, hang on, this isn't right. Why, yeah, why are they um, saying all this like racist is, <laughs> anti-trans yeah, shit in here? Is, <laughs> is ben this Shapiro ironic or... Is the is the Prince Ben Shapiro? Is yeah, it, I know. <laughs> it's like Is he making this, out with her? Doesn't is he the Snow White character is like sixteen and Ben Shapiro oh, why, why is he fingering her? Like, I don't remember that. Like is that a, I thought he hated Dizzy, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know, but it's the whole daily whatever wire like not being anti capitalist. I can't even fucking criticize the rehashing of Snow White. That's almost like IP has to be protected. It's like fuck off, bro. Yeah. Make some, make some That's art, a, you dweeb. I know. He couldn't. Yeah. Imagine him trying to make any kind of art. Well, I don't know where to go with that because it's like so low hanging fruit. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm with you. Uh, I don't know what I'd want to see Ben Shapiro do. Like, I, I yeah. Oh, uh, should we like? Well, I mean, uh, sometimes it's yeah. fun to watch him own someone, but I don't know. I haven't watched any of those videos for a long time. Yeah, I've been watching like Malcolm Roberts, which is like a former One Nation senator, right? At like Senate oh. estimates, like okay. Senate estimates is where like you uh, the senators ask government <laughs> officials for about our, for our Hong Kong audience. Yeah, for our Hong Kong, oh, everyone, yeah. That senators ask like uh, government officials, like department people and agency people, like questions. And it's basically supposed to be like, you know, you protect kind of democracy. They're allowing like senators, especially of the opposition, to like question the current government while they're doing stuff, you know, stuff like that. Mm. But uh, like his whole thing it's a is weird like. Because they sort of, they can sort of ask whatever. And then 
answers need to be provided, but you can sort of answer however you want. It's not like a courtroom, so it's sort of weird. Yeah, it's a weird, and like, you know, the bureaucrats can never like say anything like political, they just have to talk about their processes and how it came to be. Yeah, and often you'll have the senators like ask the same question over and over and they'll go, you didn't answer my question. Because the people being questioned can just say whatever they want. So they can just pretend to hear whatever question they want and answer whatever they want to say. But like Malcolm Roberts is kind of like a, you know, conspiracy dude. And he's like, you know, there's videos of him like asking like Pfizer, you know, does the vac- how does the vaccine cause myocarditis and all that kind of shit that's hot in the anti-vax world. Yeah. And then like referencing some like NASA data and saying like it's wrong for climate change that, but then in like another sitting. This is you know, giving saying, me vibes of when that American senator was asking the TikTok Singaporean CEO guy about technical yeah. questions. It's like technology, which he didn't understand. And the guy's like yeah. looking at her going like this face of like, are you a moron? Like, do I have to explain basic technological Yeah, it's a bit concepts? of stuff like that. But sometimes it's funny to watch like uh, like Pfizer like squirm that they can't talk, like they can't Oh, wait, why. so he was actually owning Pfizer. I don't know. Everything he posts, he titles like he owned them. But then you like look at it and go like, no dipshit. You lost, you didn't understand how they're answering it. Like you lost the entire point okay. of what I was saying. But he thinks you, and all the comments are like, thank you, Senator Roberts. You're such mm. a like, you know, we need people like you fighting back, you know? And I was like, no dipshit. Uh, yeah, voice. But I think I was people. just following on from your point about the whole like Snow White thing. Like it's not like... I, I'm not keen for this Snow White film to be made, but it's like fun to like fuck with the establishment that you can't yeah, have you, problems you fi- with. Yeah, you know? you're fighting the big guys. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, like as long as you not acknowledge like Snow White, you know, it's like shit. That's kind of fun if it exists at the same time, but you'll have Actually, a... Actually, is, is Snow White shit? Maybe Isn't the cartoon like was kind of cool, right? But like, do you have to redo it? Like, it's just... Make something it, uh, no, new, I'm bro. just thinking about it in terms of culturally. Like it's isn't it like a West Germanic fable? I thought it was like a whole Bambi creation of Disney, but I don't know shit about. No, no, no. It's no white. It's like one of those old fables. It's like fucking Robin Hood or Pinocchio. It's like hundreds of it's years Pino- old. Really? Okay, so they just hack like they just copied the. Uh, IP. Yeah, all that sh- all that shit. I think Dumbo might be original, but yes, no white is a German fairy tale from like eighteen hundreds. All right. Yeah. Fucking Disney man's corrupted my brain. It's reappropriating. Yeah. But no, nah, so right. for that reason it makes me think, oh I don't know, maybe I don't know. I s- Western culture is you can't be too precious about it though, because it's already kind of the hegemony, you know what I mean? It doesn't need oh, to be really. protected. Like so, they're a dominating force. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was like, just thinking I was thinking for two seconds, I'm like, oh, is it cool like even though snow white it's a bit of a cultural thing in like western european culture because like it was it's been told for like a few hundred years and everyone what's the moral of the story of snow white like what's the if you're a prince (laughs) like and they're asleep do you assume that's consent (laughs) to kiss them and Um, get off like cucking the the dwarves (laughs) Or it's like if if you fight your way to the castle, the princess owes you something <laughs> for rescuing if, her. 
if you can convince her friends a dwarf that it's okay, then it's okay. Oh, yeah. Gaslighter. Those cock-blocking dwarfs. <laughs> Snow White and the cock-blocking dwarfs. <laughs> I don't know why she's with dwarfs. Anyway, it'd be I interesting. I can't remember to, the yeah, When you the read these original, book. like, the 1700s versions of the fairy tales, it's always, like, really, like, dark and fucked up by today's standards. Yeah, like, I know. One of the things, I think Snow White in the original one was 12. Okay. Yeah, it's like a lot of the things don't translate well to modern times. Got some like pale fetish. We got to make our own Snow White. Yeah, or it's like, it's like a lot of like death and brutality. It's like the original Snow White. I'm sure this doesn't happen. It's like the prince probably killed her mother because the mother objected. It's like really dark. We'll make our own, right? The Snow White's going to be like a a Thai girl from like, you know, the darker skin. Wait, sorry, Uh, you're making a new version. Yeah, this is our one now, man. This is the Gorilla Dick Snow White. You got okay. the Daily Wire. You got the Disney. It's okay, like a so Thai they're not, girl. They're not white anymore. It's like a Thai girl, like Lisa from Blackpink, right? She was a bit okay. tanned, you know what I mean? But then they like whitewashed her, probably gave her like bleaching stuff, you know, like they do in Asia, kept her out of the sun. Okay. And that's how she became Snow White. And I'm like, oh, I don't know where to go from there, but that's the, that's the <laughs> core of it. I want to get some... What about like in, a Korean yeah. that gets like double eyelid surgery and then they get ca- and then she becomes like a pop Asia star, but then her producer's like really evil and like keeping her locked away, and then that's there's it, man. then there's some American the, like cringe the, fan that's like, I know that I know that she loves me. She just needs the chance to meet me. He's yeah, like an and, obsessed you know, creep. And how they how they do it right? Like you can meet the girls like chloroforms like, often, her. <laughs> Often, like, they have albums, right? And, like, certain albums, like, are specially marked and you can go to a meeting, like a fan meet. So, like, the fans will buy, like, hundreds of albums to try to get the special one, which is, like, the golden ticket to the fan meet. So, he's so, over in America, right? Yeah, but he's obviously he's an Asian dude. Like, he's a first generation. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like, I subscribe to this, like, YouTube channel, which is, like, you know, kind of chubby, like, loser that just buys, like, K-pop merch. Like hundreds of cards and stuff like that. Why is like, he a loser though? Like, I don't know. He's like, you know, he's like <laughs> that buying was, that all was the merch. Cheek, man. He's obviously yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm, and I'm thinking, is he a loser? Like, at least he's like uh, having fun with it all, man. Yeah, he's got a goal know. in life. He's got a purpose. Like he's got a hobby, even though he's draining all his cash. It's a passion. He's got a passion. Fuck, that's sad, man. Maybe I'm the loser. It's, it's para, what do you call it? Paraphilic. Social. Parasocial relationships. Paraphilic. Uh, what, what's paraphilic? Yeah. I don't know. But I remember in Thailand, they had, they had like ads. This is back like eight years ago called Snail White. And it's like a white woman with white pale skin. And she's got a cream. It's basically a whitening cream. So I've got to get some Snail White in there too. Um, should we just wrap this up, spot. man? <laughs> should we wrap this up? Can you end we've it on a high note, man? Like what have we got? Have we got anything there that's like so No, happy? this is the depression fucking episode, man. <laughs> Uh, okay, we've got you want Sorry, to talk Hong about Kongers. the Beatles, like the current members that are still alive. There's some kind of video with like the old dead members, yeah, just a... fucking destroying the legacy of George Harrison and John Lennon, who are the dead ones. Absolutely, George Harrison, when did he die? I think did he late 90s, like just something simple, right? How did he die? Cancer. Okay, cool. I remember because oh. when I was a kid, there was this big concert called Concert for George and they bought all these like rock stars and shit. It was kind of okay. cool. Yeah, like Beatles still don't make sense thing, to me. Because his son 
like looks just like him and he's a musician oh, too okay. so he was playing a bunch of the stuff and that whole fucking thing and at the end he's like thank you so much eric that's eric clapton and yeah it's like how bob Irwin or robert Irwin now is no longer bob you know he's kind of like yeah. all over the media like he's replaced steve Irwin. probably goes to like un meetings and all that kind of shit or does a speech at un like i'm sure he's doing all that stuff he's weirdly fucking uh what's the word he's sort of like mature and very camera yeah media very savvy comfortable. for sure yeah yeah it's like it's like like girls steve love Irwin, him he's steve like a was like, heartthrob yeah steve Irwin was a whole adhd passion guy where he's like his wife seemed like, like a, a calm zoologist yeah yeah now he's got like the best of both the calm zoologist but the passion so it's kind of like dude even now breed. when if you ask a random american impersonate an australian there's a 50 50 chance they'll do a steve Irwin impression yeah for sure man like Steve Irwin wasn't even big here. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, Steve I know Irwin's- that's it. It became big in America, and then then it's like, well, you may as well be big in Australia, guys. Here's some Steve Irwin. Yeah, like we don't like we validate as a celebrity by you know if they're big in America. So it's like, yeah. no, no one knew who the fuck Steve Irwin was. He's like some kind of cable TV kind of dude, but yeah. he's big in the US. So it's like, oh, Steve Irwin is massive in the US, and it's like, all right, he's big here. Yeah, he's uh, like a Queenslander or something. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, he's like Australia Zoo or something, but it's like, you know what? I think it's just, you know, this is f- Americans just love some dude wrestling a crocodile, so it's like, you know, wow, look at that. Dude, uh, so this is one thing about Americans, man. Uh, have I told you this before, that English people have, it, have a de- like a detailed idea of what Aussies and Aussie culture is, and Americans just don't know shit and don't give a fuck? Well, don't they, they say that about Americans with everything. Don't no, no, no. About. Americans care about the UK. Okay. They care. They care about like English culture specifically. They, they, they don't give a shit about Scottish unless they have Scottish roots or whatever. Yeah. But they don't. So I remember when I was in America, all people would talk to me was about deadly animals. That's the first time I was like, "What the? Yeah, fuck? that's the Aussie cliche." Like, I had no saw. idea. I was really confused initially. And then because I kept getting it from Uber drivers and stuff, I started to have to like brush up on the deadly species and stuff. Like in yeah, between no, like, Uber rides, I'm like Googling <laughs> most most snake deaths. So when they start bring, chatting to me about deadly animals, I'm like, yeah, it's a brown snake you got to look out for. Yeah, you know, the brown snake can be f- 5.4 meters tall, which is, t- you know, twice the size of an eight-year-old and, like, all these, like, yeah, they'd boring be like, factoid shit. You have to convert yeah. it to yards, though. They don't know what the fuck. You know, it's, like, yeah. 20 feet. Whoa. I don't even yeah, know it. how long that is, but, yeah. All right, man. So, that that's a happy note for everyone. To all right. Peace. I was going to talk about Moog Top Gear, but fuck that, right? <laughs> oh, that's right. I don't give a fuck about that. (laughs) Fuck you, Moog, if you're listening, you cunt. (laughs) No, no, no. I like Moog. No, I hate Moog. Moog, if you ever want to do the theme song for our show, I'd be... If you ever want to come on the pod and talk about how you have a passion for, like, cars that are underpowered or some shit like that. Does he like Hondas? I think he... No, like, the joke is... No, he does. No, he actually loves Hondas. Remember, he got a Mini Cooper and got a fucking... Uh, B, yeah, B sixteen B, yeah, it's a B sixteen B, which is a uh, Civic Type R. Swap, I reckon as well, in something. But you know, I I still remember this, right? Because I'm like, 
I always kind of hate. So Moog is one of the duos that's on Mighty Car Mods, which is you, which is a YouTube channel, which is fairly big that modify cars, <laughs> right? And they'll there's two they're guys. Like, there's like the sort of more serious straight man, and then there's the zany crazy guy. Trying and to he's both the zany be quirky, one. yeah, but he's yeah, like but, the zany one. Yeah, but like, come on, man, he's the one that's always doing weird stuff to yeah, I know. So. Basically, BBC or whatever said, hey, we're doing Top Gear Australia again and we need three people. Like, can you come Moog and be a presenter? So he's going to be one of the Top Gear dudes, which is minor news. But anyway. You're so going to yeah, watch it though and so will I. Fuck no. Like, I'll watch some of it just to like go Yeah, I'll watch you, the Moog, first episode. Man. That's it. It's like, fuck off, Moog. Cunt. Uh, but he's yeah. He's always put been a beat. sell out though. Like he used to make music for ads. He did the Zoom Zoom theme yeah, for Master. Yeah, he's did you and know that? A, no. He did the I'd zoom, like, zoom, zoom. That was him. Okay. Yeah, he's been <laughs> like... He's a corporate that, guy. Yeah, he, he's got... It's that personality that Remember like, loves show? life. Yeah, I know. But he's like the personality that like loves life, mm. you know, and has like no moral core to say anything's wrong. It's just like, yeah, the passion of life and, you know, love the cars and the community and all that kind of shit. Like Yeah, but do you know what's Solace Cunt man? He'll get I've seen him on a couple of episodes. If someone wrongs yeah. him or does something bad, he'll like give him a big lecture. Yeah, oh yeah. And I remember like when he got ripped off with a car engine or something. Yeah. Yeah, when he's been ripped off and also he happened to see someone hit his car and do a hit and run and then they were able to like someone took a photo of yeah. the license plate so he chased them up and then he's like played the audio and he'll say stuff like look man like it's all good but that's like a dog act man you know what i mean like that's really scummy imagine it like imagine if that was like a poor pea plater he gives like lectures to people so it's got to be like an e s f i don't know p or j probably j you reckon maybe s? p yeah for sure he's not thinking anything abstract big picture it's all about no, no, no. Feeling the soul, you know what I mean? No, I think it could be an N because E N's can be they're different, man. No, I think like he's the F, right? Because it's all about feel and shit. But I don't think he's thinking abstract politics or anything. It's all about yeah, I don't think literal he's a shit. I don't yeah, he's, he's a literal a shit, but extra. So it's like extra feeler. Don't know about the JLP. This Dude, is the uh, on the shit. on the agenda, I'm putting like fucking mighty car mods. Myers Briggs analysis. It's like the most niche. I thought uh, is the pot over. We're still going, man. I thought this is still raw. Oh, okay. We're wrapping this up. All right, peace out. <laughs> no, 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 no. This this is the the extra, the bonus clip at the oh, end. Oh, okay. Right? So the Moog analysis. Am I going to save uh, this for the Patreon or I give this for free? Oh, this is Patreon money right here, man. This is yeah. what we live for. This the pays the bucks. bills. Yeah, but no, fuck, fuck Moog. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you remember? Do you remember the episode? No, of wait. Peep I was going to make this point, oh. right? This nerdy point, right? He put the B16B engine in his uh, mini Cooper, mini, right? But they needed it was all an these old special school mini Cooper too. Yeah, yeah, nineties. Anyway, whatever. Uh, but he needed these special mounts and shit from the UK to get the B16 to fit in the mini Cooper, right? But he got the mounts for the B16A because he thought the B16A and B16B were similar engines. But the B16B has the same block height as the B6. B18. So you should oh. have got the B18 mounts. So basically, fuck you, Moog. You don't know shit about cars, man. Fuck your YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, anyway. Who is the other guy again? Marty. Marty, that's it. Yeah, okay. This is so nuanced. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, let's leave it in. I hope you I hope you stopped listening at, at when we tried to call it like a couple of minutes ago. No, I'm definitely uh, leaving that in. Alright, till next time everyone. Peace.